West of Twin Peaks Radio back again on this episode, the theme, genreless. The guests, emerging band cardboard people. The vibe, off the hook. This is West of Twin Peaks Radio with MJ Call on BFF.FM San Francisco. As a young girl. Hello, hello, hello. MJ here in San Francisco with another fantastic West of Twin Peaks radio. Two full hours of brand new, fresh sounds from the Bay and beyond with today's guest artists, Yunaka Berry and Jim Greer, the founding front duo that make up the Breaking East Bay project known as Cardboard People. You know they're listening to every word that we say. That's Cardboard People off their self-titled debut LP due to drop April 3rd. We have a great chat about the ridiculousness of genres and how two extremely busy musicians from wildly different backgrounds found each other and are carving out a unique spot in the Bay Area music scene. That's all coming up in my second hyperlocal hour. But first, a full hour of fresh music from mostly emerging artists who are ignoring the algorithm and making music that can't be defined by genre. Let's get started with Shayna Cleveland, frontwoman of the L.A. garage surf band La Luz, who has several Bay Area ties, including her partner, Will Sprott, of Oakland's Shannon and the Clams. Shayna's third solo LP, Manzanita, is scheduled for release March 10th. She's released a fantastic single written for both her son and her partner. This is called Faces in the Firelight. Faces in the firelight, the Do you love me like I do? 
broken for a moment I've been through enough It's even harder to be brave alone Was a girl, now I'm grown, I'm a woman A very fucking strong woman And I was seven, was 21, was 17 and was 11 It took a while to understand what my consent means If I was ruthless, they'd be in the penitentiary But all the stress of being honest wouldn't help me I pushed it down, but it was living in me rent-free And then I fell into some things that weren't healthy A place where no one heard me asking them to help me His eyes cold heads And how I pay the price now Goddamn Everything you did it left me to ruin And though I didn't say a word I guess that proves it I'm a woman And I've been broken for a moment, I've been doing all It's even harder to be brave alone I was a girl, now I'm grown, I'm a woman Very fucking strong woman Wish I could say how I feel, how I felt And explain why I'm silently blaming myself Cause I put on these faces pretending I'm fine Then I go to the bathroom and I press rewind in my head Always going round and round in my head Your fingerprint stuck a stain on my skin You made me frame myself for your sin You pathetic dead excuse of a man
paired those last two songs together for a reason. I just played Wolf off the new LP, Cool It Down, by the legendary Brooklyn band The Yeah Yeah Yeahs, fronted by the kick-ass Karen O, who's no doubt seen it all as a front woman of a legendary punk band and survived it all. And survival, specifically of sexual assault, is the theme of the song I played before that, Ice Cream Man off the debut LP, My 21st Century Blues from Emerging Artist Ray. I feel like Ray and Karen O would have a lot to talk about. You also heard music from another young emerging female artist, the wondrous 23-year-old Dublin-based singer-songwriter Abby Kulabali, with the song Rewind off her debut EP, At the End of the Day It's Night, also set for release in March. The instrumental I played in that set was Dark Moon by jazz trio Okonski. And I started the show off with Shayna Cleveland and Faces in the Firelight from her upcoming solo LP, Manzanita. This is West of Twin Peaks Radio, and I'm MJ. Thanks so much for hanging with me today on this genre-free episode of Brand New Music. Let's keep it moving now with an emerging project called R-Ring, a group that teams the Breeders' Kelly Deal, Ampling's Mike Montgomery, and Bat Fan's Laura King. This is a track off their new LP, War Poems, Re-Rested. It's called Def Sup.
some big-time Nirvana energy there. That was four-piece outfit out of Boone, North Carolina, Kiss It, Make It Better, off their debut LP, Pure Bliss. The song was called You Alone. Remember, coming up at the top of the hour, my guest artist, East Bay Band Cardboard People, join me for a great chat and a sneak preview into their fantastically genreless self-titled LP. But we still have time to play tons of fresh new tracks, like this one from so-called genre-evasive South African artist Petite Noir, and a pre-release single of an upcoming LP due in April. This slow-burn single features UK artist Sampha the Great. It's called Blurry. I just pray that you hear me sometimes Can I just say that you're always on my mind It's been 11 days since you said you'd leave it behind Something wrong You seem to push the fire And the red light What is going on If you want to know Then we'll figure out What's going on
Upper 
You're tuned in to West of Twin Peaks Radio on Best Frequencies Forever, BFF.FM, San Francisco.
I bookended that long set with songs featuring the terrific female singer-songwriter rapper from Zambia, Sampha the Great. What you just heard was the UK group Ezra Collective with Sampha the Great and the song Life Goes On off their new LP, Where I'm Meant to Be. Before that, this year's Grammy winner for Best New Artist, the soulfully jazzy Samara Joy, who's got huge Ella Fitzgerald vibes, and her new single, Sweet Pumpkin, featuring Italian guitarist Pasquale Grasso. I also played the new single from Norwegian group Les Imprims and I'll Never Leave. English record producer, DJ, and songwriter Nia Archives was before that, with conveniency off her new EP, Sunrise Bang Your Head Against the Wall, coming in April. She's in the midst of an international tour that lands her at Coachella in April. And the set started with the Petite Noir track, Blurry, featuring Sampha the Great. This is MJ. Thanks so much for plugging into West of Twin Peaks Radio today, where we don't give a damn about genre and just play all brand new music. I've got one more set to go before my hyper-local segment featuring guest artist Cardboard People, starting with a Florida duo known as Pearl and the Oysters with this spacey good vibe single, Konami.
best frequencies forever, BFF.FM, independent community radio in San Francisco. listening to now is Say That off the Sit Up and Take Notice third album of Oakland's Toro y Moi, released back in 2013. However, in January of this year, Chaz released an entire instrumental version of that LP from which that version of Say That came. Before that, grooving with Canadian art rock band Braids and the song Evolution off their new LP, Euphoric Recall. And the set started with Pearl and the Oysters and Konami. We've got one more song before our hyper-local hour with guest artist Cardboard People. It's a song by the legendary hip-hop trio De La Soul, who, after years of delay, are releasing their catalog on streaming services March 3rd, which is the 34th anniversary of the group's debut release of Three Feet High and Rising. Sadly, it all comes just as the group is mourning the recent passing of one of its members, Trugoy the Dove. Rest in power. Here's the classic song, I Know. Greetings, girl, and welcome to my world of phrasing right up to bat. It's the daisy age, and you're about to walk top stage, so wipe your lottos on the mat. 
hip-hop love this is And don't mind when I quiz your involvements before the sun But clear your court, cause this a one-man sport And who's better for this than plug one? Plug don't one. have to worry about me squashing other deals Cause they've already been squished Freeze a frame of our moves the same Wish we can continue right behind the bush You'll stay with me, I know this But not because of all my earthly treasures Or regardless to the fact that I'm possibly the noose But because... This dance to introduce myself as the chosen one to speak. Let me lay my hand across yours and aim a kiss upon your cheek. The name's Pluck Two, and from the soul I bring you the daisy of your choice. May it be filled with a pleasure principle in circumference to my voice. About those other Jennies I reckon with, lost them all like a homework excuse. This time the magic number is two, cause it takes two, not three, to seduce. My destiny of love is brought to an apex, sex is a mere molecule. In this world of lust that I have for you, it's true, true. To let this rhyme style get somewhat poured in the mold Hold my hand and we'll pick my plantation of daisies for a bouquet of soul Soul, right at the cut of a rim Take it as filled to the rim as in brim Squeeze your stoop like Betty Boop Then make camel alphabet soup and spell plug ones within Forward marches to say when transistors will play Coming to bed is the move Dolby sound will be then top crown When I put the needle into your groove I got a good thing, and in full swing, full swing. I show this in gift, words or letters, but even without those three, I know you'd be close to me, cause... I again and the soul that I send is taking steps to reach your heart Any moment you feel alone, I can fill up your empty part We can ascend till we reach daylight heaven And in a spin we'll hit the top ten Then we could meet Mr. Stucky and Pops Brother Lucky will preach Let the wedding be the wedding be Shot by an arrow of Cupid through a string of a G-Clef My dear, I claim your death And if you could hear me, by golly gee True Goy is ready for what you possess we could live in my plug two home And on Mars where we could be all alone And we make a song for two picture perfect things And I sing of how West of Twin Peaks Radio on BFF.FM, Community Radio in San Francisco. Welcome to the second hyper-local hour of the show, featuring all new music from the Bay Area, highlighted by today's guest artist, Cardboard People. The project is the brainchild of two different but sonically similar musicians based in the East Bay. 
Powerhouse vocalist, songwriter, musician, and activist Yunako Berry, formerly with Onyx and No Lovely Thing, among other projects, and multi-hyphenate Bay Area producer-musician Jim Greer, who has been in bands ranging from Dr. Octagon and Del the Funky Homo Sapien to producing music with projects including Macy Gray, Foster the People, and former West of Twin Peaks radio guest artists like Geographer, Caitlin Cobb-Violet, Grublin, and Andrew St. James. Jim and Yunoka teamed up just before the pandemic and started making some genre-defined music under the moniker Cardboard People. They're finally getting ready to release their debut self-titled LP on April 3rd. Coming up, we have a great chat and dive deep into the fantastic new LP. But first, let's hear a track off the album. This is Every Little Thing. If you let it, you can open yourself. Well, just imagine if you open yourself.
we got one of you. Hi. <laughs> there he is. Hi. Hi. Good to see you again. Yeah, you too. Um, awesome. Here I am. I'm, I'm here. I just, just had somebody walk out the door and a meeting, another pro producer meeting with another potential artist. So I'm all... I'm all coffeeed up and I've been talking for an hour and a half. So <laughs> Deep breath. Well, as I always call you the busiest man in Bay Area showbiz, I, I don't know how you do it and uh, I'm in awe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, glad, I'm glad, I appreciate you noticing. That means a lot to me, it really does. Well, congratulations in advance, both of you, on the upcoming you know release of the self-titled shall we say debut lp i found it powerful confident socially con conscious yet you can dance to it and that's what uh, makes it really sink in awesome you've been, you've been yeah. working yeah you've been working <laughs> on this a while yeah we have been working on it a while and the whole concept and the whole band it kind of mostly happened during the pandemic so so um which has been really nice because it kind of took the pressure off a lot of stuff that people have to do and, mm -hmm. and um, you know in terms of like promoting and playing live and doing all that stuff and it's just been really creative and we've gotten to hang out in the studio a lot and then um, and then uh, putting the album together you know it kind of put itself together in a way like we kind of made it without realizing we were making it and then we both could sort of sense the time coming that it was time to like really take our project and wrap it all up with a bow, a bow and start putting it under the Christmas tree as it were. And, um, and we're there, you know, and it's like, here, here it comes. And we've been playing more shows lately. And like, we just keep getting this ridiculous response at the live show. I mean, you were at the one in the street fair, you know, and, just people sort of start to gather <laughs> and um, that just keeps happening like every time, which is super cool and like is rare in music. You know, usually people either ignore you or sort of wander around, but not in this band. <laughs> so, you, you know, you do all the, the lyric writing of all this. And when did you start writing? I mean, you've been releasing singles for from, you know, that show up on this album for like almost three years now when did you, yeah <laughs> when did you start writing some of this stuff pre-pandemic um we wrote a couple of things pre pre-pandemic uh, um i me and jim are one and the same in that we're always making music in some fashion or form um constantly all the time it, like my brain never stops so some of the material um some of the material is either pre-written or like I have an idea and I'll bring to Jim or like he's given me a, when we first started um, working with each other, he gave me a folder of songs and I would just kind of sit with them and write with them, just kind of um, pull from things that I just wanted to say or needed to say, or I'm not hearing being said in music. Um, so that's, that's kind of, yeah, I kind of been writing these a little bit of, pre, a little bit pre-pandemic and then a lot of it during the pandemic. Um, because we just had the time. And when you were bringing these things to Jim, Jim, did you then come up with, start working on the beats and the sounds to it? Or did you have some beats and sounds that you put to her words? Each song or was is it a different. combo of both? Each song is different. Like Puppet was a Yunaka demo. So she had her 
crazy little like garage band demo of the song puppet you know with the music too so it's like it was like simpler version of it it was like dun 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 and that was about it and and which is great for me because that means like the the hook is written the main bit of the track and then it was like child's play for me to just like go crazy with guitars and synthesizers and bass and add all this stuff and and really she wrote the music for that song um and i i like dressed it up a whole bunch you know in the studio personally love to create things and then give them to Jim because it's it's such a fun project process and magical process for me because a lot of the times the things that I'm not able to do on the producer side but I hear in my head he just somehow brings it out like I didn't even tell him that's what I wanted and he was like this and I'm like that's exactly what I heard this is exactly what I was trying to do and you figured out the sound that I was looking for so that is a joy for me <laughs> so, so that brings me to the the uh, one of the major questions about this project is you two are so symbiotic how in the world did you find each other I produced this other like little college rock kind of Oakland indie funk band called no lovely thing like four years ago and um after doing that about six months later uh we got a two-inch tape machine at the studio okay you know what that is um we needed a guinea pig band for our two-inch tape machine to try using it and so i said i asked around and i called up the no lovely thing people and i said hey do you want like a free studio session you come over um when they said sure i said oh cool also, since you're getting a free session, I wrote this song called Answer Me, and I was like, would you guys record this song for me? It's like a little, it's very, um, it's very uh, uh, staple singers to me. It's like a little staple singer song that I wrote, which I just will do for whatever reason. And, um, and I just love that kind of music. And I wrote one, and, and I thought it was strong enough to ask them to play. I sent it to them. They said yes. They showed up at the studio. They recorded their other songs on the tape. Like in the last 20 minutes of the day, um, we got to do my song. And, um, and I didn't, honestly, and Yunaka was there this entire day, but I never saw her, like right in front of me. And we did the whole session, the whole day, recorded my song, they left, the tape machine worked great, and, and then I was busy, and it was like three months later or two months later, I was finally listening to their performance of my track and making a mix of it. And I'm listening, and it's fine, and it's great, and it's cool. And at the very, very end, the singers are all singing, answer me, won't you answer me if you know what was wrong? And then Yunaka, this voice pops out, 
that goes, why won't you, why won't you answer me? You know, and I was like, who is that? And I was like, man, that, and she sounded so mournful and like perfect and beautiful and improvised. It was an improvised moment. And I was like, man, what a cool singer. I got to know who that is. So I contacted the guy in the band and I said, hey, who was at the studio that day? Because I don't recognize. And he's like, oh, that's Unaka Berry. And I was like, Unaka Berry, what? And then, <laughs> and then at that time, I had a couple other kind of Motown-y tracks that I'd written for like film and TV people that I work with. And, um, and I just wrote her on Facebook and said, hey, you were at my studio and I didn't even see you, but I like your voice and could you come and can I hire you basically to come and sing on some other, try some other stuff? And she was like, yeah. And she came over and and then um, right away I just liked her voice a lot, obviously. And also she was really cool. She's from Chicago and I'm from Ohio, so we kind of have a Midwestern thing going on. And, um, and then uh, and then that went on those songs happened and then and then at that point like then i started playing her some of the original tracks that i had and then we started collaborating on original music and and that went on for a good long while too before we were like decided to turn it into a project in my mind like a eurythmics kind of model you know like cool dude with beard cool hot singer whatever <laughs> um, and um and uh and so then i'm like i'm like yeah we got to do that and then we went to headline at the great american music hall with the angelo project um one night whenever this was and we were sitting in the car in front and i was like strangely i was like really nervous about asking her and i was just like we should start a band do you want to start a band like we'll start our own band and um she was like yes yes was, like, yeah rad okay you know So Yunaka, the the uh, the sonic courtship that was going on in between. At what point did you say to yourself, "I think this could work as a as a collaborative project"? Jim does not tell me no. <laughs> Jim, I always joke and say he's my. That's wife. always nice to have. <laughs> what I want to do, he he doesn't tell me no. He'll if it is like he can't. If we're not sure, he like let's. We'll figure it out, but he doesn't tell me no. And I feel like in a lot of projects that I've been, and it's no shade to anybody, I feel like I've always been kind of stifled create creatively. Like I haven't been able to like fully be myself or be expressive or be told that I should do a certain sound or my voice will sound great this way. And Jim will just let me explore. And even from the the, the moment of meeting him, because um, when we first started, I was doing a Motown song, and I was like, okay, well I'll do them. But then when he started showing me things that he like that he really enjoys, they were also sounds and things and creative ideas that I also enjoy. Um, and so the music that he played me just got me so excited because I actually, um, when I moved to California, I was quitting music, actually. I was coming, I needed a break, I was coming to quit. And then, um, you know, as a singer, as an artist, as a musician, you never stay away from music too long. So obviously I was going out to open mics and then I, landed being in different bands so it was 
cool for me but up until that point up until onyx i hadn't really thought about like really doing it again until onyx and then meeting jim so he just got me real excited about writing and, and music and the sounds that we create so it, it it was pretty much maybe after the second or third time of like us hanging out and making music i realized that i wanted to create music i got my foot upon your throat i bet you didn't see it coming i snatch your edges through the dough Cause I'm cash shit talking and I know I'm super fly, yeah I'm flyer than your baby mama's cousins Done with being humble, you know that I fucking does this I'm the best to do it, this is set up on your wet up And you never win, it's alright, just keep it you know, a young bubbling artist and it's just nice to be reaffirmed, especially in the music industry, you know, especially as a black woman in the music industry, it's just nice to be reaffirmed that like the, the music that I'm choosing, the ideas that I'm shooting out, the lyrics that I'm writing, that they are needed um, and that people want to hear them. So it's just nice to just have that, like to be a re reaffirmed like that. I'm a dictator, I take no prisoners. I'ma come through like it's mid-December. Was I iron thrown to a revolution? House of Lannister, we don't play by rules here. kind of struck me about this whole project uh, album is that it mixes genres or not mixes it blends genres it moves through them very easily from hip-hop to punk to this I'm such a genre I don't even know that I don't do the same genre of music anymore I've, I've lost I've lost the ability to remember because I make music every single day and i i mean i produce so many records yes. I'm like i'm like the only thing that your genre is you like yes. to me like this genre of all these genres is what we are and 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 people will even like we have a publicist right now and uh, you know you can feel the world wanting you to like be one thing a little bit and be a lane and i just and it's like i can't name a single artist i like who from David Bowie to Queen to Kate Bush to Kendrick Lamar to Tyler the Creator to anybody I like, you know, if you listen to any of their albums, there's like a slow song, a fast song, a pop song, a, a, a weird song, a not weird song, a mainstream hit. And I don't even like, does it, does it even matter? Apparently it does, but like, I can't. But I, but I, I guess the question is, it's kind of a bigger question musically. Uh, 
but who does it matter to? Who who is it mattering to? I don't know. Is it mattering to people, executives in the in the industry who need to pigeonhole people? You know, I, I, what do you say? I, I I dealt with a lot of this in college. Um, I was always told that I needed to pick a, a lane. I needed to pick a genre. I needed to pick, and I was. Um, when I was in college, I wanted to do the pop and the punk rock, the rock band ensembles, and I was, I always felt like I was kind of being pushed into like gospel and R&B, which I clearly have influenced, grew up in, love singing, but I, like my heart, and I wanted to expand and do other things, and I felt like in music school, I'm told that I need to pick a lane because it's just, that's just the way the industry is, and I feel like, um, I also work in marketing outside of what me and Jim do. Um, it's it's just easier for labels to sell and make music. I feel like, but I feel like if you're a, if you if you're here for the music, if you're a music head, it doesn't really matter. And I feel like a lot of the albums that I grew up listening to, whether the artist was an R&B artist or a pop artist, like Jim said, there's a fast song, there's a slow song, there's a kind of pop song, there's a kind of gospel song, and I just like all the great albums that I love seem genreless to me. really glad to hear that it, it flows from genre to genre on this album because I, I think that just means I'm doing a good job having it not sound like we're trying to do this sound and then trying to do that but it just is and it works and the song itself is good enough to and and you know and and that's cool that's good that's good I think a lot of it has to do too with the pandemic we got a, a chance to like learn each other musically and like create our own sound um and i feel like when we when we were like writing this album a lot of these songs i kind of didn't listen to a lot of new music um i kind of just stuck with the things that i kind of was always my favorite so i i feel like it, it was it, that helped us kind of create our own sound First show was March seventh, twenty twenty. Right before shut down, and I wasn't even yeah. there. Was I there? And she, she wasn't there, and the whole city shut down anyway. So, um, so, so I played the show by myself, and there was like fourteen people there. It was at Amato's, and uh, and it was fine. I didn't even care. Like that's the other. Like I made a cardboard <laughs> cut out of her, and I put it on the stage on a mic stand. And I just played bass along with the recordings and like nobody even minded. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't even matter anymore. It was all no, totally. <laughs> Nothing, nobody cared anymore. I don't yeah. care if the, the, they probably wouldn't have cared if there would have been all cardboard people and no have. humans they there. <laughs> yeah. 
That's in the. That's gonna happen. By the way, it's gonna happen. Absolutely gonna happen. We've been really, really, really hardcore about following, letting stuff come to us and responding, being reactive with this project rather than running around desperately trying to do everything, which I've done plenty of in my life. It's like, if nobody's offering us some show this week, we just won't. That's fine. You know, we'll wait till something something will come up, which is so much so stress, so much less stressful. You know, I, I love like like meeting like Ellie Stokes and her thing, and like she was an early fan and just gave us so much, just 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 a littlest bit, and you too, just a littlest bit of liking it. You know, fuels us a lot, and that's so much more pleasing and fun to 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 work off of that karma than to be like trying to do something that, you know, trying to play at the war field all the time. But I think also when we first started this project, me and Jim kind of agreed that like, we, he's been in more obviously than I have, but like we've both been in projects where you're kind of just like hustling and hustling and we never wanted to like lose the fun from, from this. Um, and we didn't mind kind of going, going slow and with the flow of this project. And obviously it's picking up and we're, that's what we wanted. We're enjoying it. but. Um, we're also having moments where we're like stepping back and like, okay, like let's figure this out before it gets too busy. And I think a lot of that comes from, I know, especially for me, and I, and I guess I can speak for Jim like this as well as like, I'm tired of trying to fit into spaces that I obviously don't fit in. Like I'm tired of trying to fit a triangle into a square and I want to go where, um, I fit or where people are enjoying it, engaging with it and love it. Like he said that that makes it, that reminds me of like, why are we doing this and connecting with people? So yeah. this has been an awesome conversation. What, what song do you think we, I ought to close our segment with today off the, off the uh, LP? What song do you think would be a good peg to the, our conversation today? And still I rise. I know it's our single, but the response that we're getting to this publicly and privately, because people are like messaging me on my personal Instagram and on cardboards, and I'm just kind of seeing the way people are interacting with it online, because I, I do do um, a lot of our like, social media kind of run a little bit of that. Um, the response is 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 crazy for me because it's it's, it's such a personal song. Um, it's very much picked from like a part of my childhood that I chose to write about and so many people are relating to it. Um, I think it's just the perfect time for it to be out into the world um, after everyone is kind of putting the dot on the pandemic and inflation is crazy and people are like, people can't afford to live, they can't afford to eat, they can't afford to go to work. And like, we're still here, we still, we're still rising. Um, we had so much death during the pandemic and so many people are still here. Um, so I think that is just, it's just such an important song right now. Well, thank you both for, I know how busy you are, obviously, <laughs> for taking the time to chat with me about everything today. I so appreciate your music and sharing your story and, and it's a great spending time with you. Thank you so much, MP. You totally rule. Really-
heard the powerful anthem and single and still i rise from cardboard people off their debut self-titled lp set to be released april 3rd you can follow news about the album upcoming shows and music releases by following them on instagram at cardboard people underscore thanks to yunaka and jim once again for taking the time to chat and share their story and music can't wait to see what venue they pop up at next this is MJ, and you're listening to the Hyper Local Hour of West of Twin Peaks Radio. Oakland artist and international world touring hero Fantastic Negrito has released an acoustic version of his latest LP, White Jesus Black Problems, featuring songs inspired by the true story of his multiracial slave ancestry. He's called this new LP Grandfather Courage, and here's the stripped-down version of his 2023 Grammy-nominated song, Oh Betty. So I said, Oh Betty.
Francisco band Down Dirty Shake has released a Spanish version of their song Acid Rain. Here's Yubaya Acid.
You're tuned in to West of Twin Peaks Radio on Best Frequencies Forever, BFF.FM, San Francisco.
just wow. Quite a departure for the Bi-City duo known as Deep Talk, fronted by the Bay Area's Christina Lee. That's a new single called Burn the Door. Before that, a haunting, intimate song about the struggles of living and growing in today's tense times from the Bay Area project known as Catch Pritchard, fronted by artist Sawyer Gebauer. I'm really looking forward to a longer project from him that's in the works. You're listening to the Hyper Local Hour of West of Twin Peaks Radio, featuring fresh music from artists based right here in the Bay. On tour right now for the first time in years is San Francisco's Matt Nathanson, who released an LP late last year called Boston Accent, reminiscing about his East Coast beginnings. Last month, he released what could be called a companion EP of mostly covers called the Lexington EP. Here's a track off it, a very close-to-the-bone cover of the somber Harry Styles song about finding home elsewhere. It's called Matilda. You were riding your bike to the sound of it's no big deal And you're trying to lift off the ground on those old two wheels Nothing about the way that you were treated ever seemed especially alarming till now So you tie up your hair and you smile like it's no big deal You can let it go You can throw a party full of everyone you know Not invite your family cause they never showed you love Don't have to be sorry for leaving and growing up Tell do you talk of the pain like it's all alright But I know that you feel like a piece of you's dead inside You showed me a power that is strong enough to bring sun to the darkest days It's none of my business, but it's just been on my mind You can let it go You can throw a party full of everyone you know Not invite your family, cause they never showed you love You don't have to be sorry for leaving and growing up You can see the world Following the seasons Anywhere you go You don't need a reason Cause they never showed you love You don't have to be sorry For doing it on your own You're just in time Make your tea and your toast You framed all your posters And dyed your clothes You don't have to go You don't have to go Oh, it's a long way back home You can let it go You can throw a party full of everyone you know And you can start a family Cause they'll always show you love 
don't have to be sorry for doing it on your own. You can let it go. You can throw a party full of everyone you know, and you can start a family. We'll always show you love. You don't have to be sorry. Feel like my mind is gonna see 
Great new single from San Francisco Twin Brothers with an indie band, Chris and Stephen Seymour, and their group Life Size Models. The song was called Seasons. I'm guessing there's more where that came from, and I'm here for it. That about does it for this episode of West of Twin Peaks Radio. Next week in this Sunday time slot on BFF.FM, my radio brother from another mother, DJ Webbles, will be here with a brand new Hangover Sessions. I'm going off on a little adventure, so my next episode in two weeks will be a best of West of listen. But I'll be back in late March with another brand new episode featuring the fantastic local artist Asha Wells, celebrating the release of her new LP, Water Words. I'm going to leave you with a single off the album. It's called Bonjour Tristesse. See you in a month. Until then, be well, take care of yourself, be kind to others. Peace. Strange melancholy City dust settles on me I go to wash away The street lights and the concrete In the big green Still my friend You better stay